we've built one of the largest live sporting and entertainment platforms in Atlanta, mm. hands down. So now we've become so attractive from a consumer engagement standpoint that brands see what we built and they want to tap in. What type of brands? So every major brand in, in America, Delta, Pepsi, Nike, um, you know, we just signed, um, this is kind of early, so you may get the exclusive, but uh, uh, we just signed a major deal with Adidas. And three, two, one. You're listening to The Real Social Proof Podcast with Mr. Sleepers for Suckers himself, David Shand. Let's get it. All right. Welcome to another edition of the Social Proof Podcast, where we find dope people that did really, really dope stuff. And when you talk about something amazing, almost like innovative, uh, my brother Ja comes to mind. What's happening? What up, man? Man. Appreciate you having me. I've seen you. I've seen your journey. Yes, sir. This isn't like an interview where I just met him, like, oh, you're doing this dope. Oh, that's, that's, that's amazing. I've seen the grind. Yes, sir. When you started, one of the first first guys I talked to. Bruh, I remember. Yeah. Man. Congratulations, man. Appreciate you, Congratulations man. Congratulations on everything. Yeah, appreciate so you. So I, I definitely want to get into, like, how you built it. Um, but I guess introduce yourself and kind of tell them how you brought Rucker Park to Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, man. It's funny you say that because I'm actually, I got to go away from that that terminology. My New York folks, they, they ain't liking that They don't too like well. it? They don't, man. Um so I'm Hold on, why though? Yeah, man. Um I, I don't know. I think it's I think it's more like because we've um expanded so quick, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like we're we getting ready. Technically, this is our ninth year, eight year playing because we lost last summer mm-hmm. um because of COVID. But you know, New York is New York, and you know how it is, man. Like New York wants their own. And just like what I'm doing here in Atlanta. So like even when people interview me and like write up reports and features on us, um, I typically be like, "Yo, don't don't use the rucker," you know. Um, but that's that was how that was how you built that's it. That's how right. We only that, had one visual. That's it. In the crazy, in the crazy thing, what people don't know um, is organically, um, Greg Maris, who uh, rest in peace, is no longer with us. Who started EBC uh, was a mentor of mine. So ABC? he was, yeah, it was, that's what entertainers basketball classic. So that's what the Rucker that we know is. We don't, you don't really know the Rucker. Like, oh, Rucker's so, called EBC. Well, you, well Rucker, Rucker Park, Park is the park. It's the park and the league is called EBC, oh. entertainers basketball classic. But Rucker Park, the original Rucker Park, my uncle actually started it. So like with Dr. J and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and yeah. What? So it's, that's what I'm saying. Two different generations of basketball. So when EBC came into the fold, that's the Jay-Z's, the Fat Joe, you know, the 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 the, the summer turn up, you know? Mm. Um, but was actually a mentor of mine and I talked to him probably every day for a year, bro. So I was working at the Atlanta Hawks um, doing basketball development and coaching AAU at the time. You were doing basketball development? Yeah. So I used to work for the Hawks for, for four and a half years. Really? Yeah. What, what do you mean by basketball development? So we pretty much develop everything the Hawks do on the court and off the court in the community when it pertains to basketball. Mm. So developing the camp, the youth camps, how the players engage and interact with the community. Um, and then we had like, you know, summer, you know, youth leagues and things that around the city. Um, which is what you see them do a lot now. So anytime you see like the Hawks doing something big, 
it's their community development or their basketball development team. Gotcha. So a lot of people don't know how that all rolls. They just see the Atlanta Hawks. But um, so, yeah, so I, I did that for about four and a half years. And I was coaching AAU basketball for um, the Nike Georgia Stars program. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kept telling them, I'm like, I don't, I don't want to be a college coach. You know, originally when I came out of school, my goal was to be an agent. Were um, you playing ball yeah. in high school? Uh, high school, college, semi-pro. It was nice. Oh, nice. semi-pro. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I had my shots. Um, but I honestly, I fell out of love with playing. I didn't want to work out no more. I had the money already. You know what I'm saying? I was a little successful kind of doing the marketing and different things that I was doing. With, you know, me and Just was killing, bro. We was we were doing numbers that indies right now couldn't imagine. So people don't even know that part about my life. Just, who? Just Nice. Yeah. You know, so people don't even know that. I forgot about Just Nice. Yeah. Because yeah. I was your artist. Yeah. So I, I. How's he doing? He's doing great, man. Doing great. I ain't talk, yo, I ain't talked to Just yeah. in a minute. Oh, that's what's up. Okay, yeah, I'm so sorry, people don't know that. So, you know, at 14, 15 years years old growing up in New York, I love I love basketball and I love music. So I've always said either I'm gonna try to make it to the NBA or I'm gonna do this music thing. Um and a friend of mine at the time, people may not remember him, but his name was A Plus. I remember A Plus. Uh, what was that key- song? All I see. All I see, yeah, 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 yeah. So he was signed to Keedar Messenberg. Um, and I just, you know, like I said, I was always, I'm, I've been, I'm a hustler by nature, man. You know, my mom told me at seven to eight years old that I never worked for nobody, mm. you know? So got my hands in the music, started doing marketing. So I used to do like the real street team guerrilla marketing mm. for like Busta Rhymes and Fabulous and Wu-Tang mm. Clan and Redman. And so I was a kid that was climbing up on the fences putting the posters up and right, handing right. out the flyers on Jamaica Avenue. And it was just fun. And I would go through other dudes like, yo, bro, look, you get that new fab mixtape. Come help me pass out these flyers. So I've always had, a, uh, I would say, a, uh, an affinity for music, the music industry, music business. Um, and, you know, but basketball was my thing. Right. You know, I, I knew that I wanted to try to make it to the NBA. So, you know, I just put everything into that, bro. And uh, my mom moved me. South um, for high school. New York was getting crazy. Like 90, 96 to 99 in New York, people were dying. I mean, my friends, like middle school kids, Man. dying left and right. My mom's like, yo, we out. What part of New York is from? Uh, I'm originally from Long Island. Uh, my family's from Brownsville, Brooklyn. Gotcha, yep. gotcha, gotcha. So, um, so, yeah, man, it was crazy. So when I moved South, it changed my life, bro. I'll be honest with you. Um, I still had the New York. Everybody called me New York because right. I played basketball. They called me Jersey. Yeah, no, right? Yeah, so, yeah, for sure. you know, um, so yeah, man. So, you know, moving to Atlanta and, you know, getting a job working for the Hawks and then coaching basketball. But I knew I didn't want to be a college coach. I just, it seemed like it was too cutthroat. And same thing with like a sports agent. Now it's a little, I'm going to say it's not easier, but it's more... Uh, out there, right? Like where, like a Rich Paul or, you know, some of these big agents that you want to live their lifestyle, right? Like you don't even really care. Like they got these different athletes, but they're on the forefront. Growing up when I, you didn't even know. You had to like search online or find a sports directory to even find out who an agent was. Yeah, unless, I didn't know what an agent yeah, was unless, until Jerry Maguire. Exactly. That was like you the know? first exposure to an agent. Yep. So, um, so yeah, man. So, you know, I always had this vision really in my head that I would create a basketball tournament or mm-hmm. league or something. 
Like I wrote it down. Where was the money? Where did you think you were gonna have the? Where you was gonna make money? How Ali was gonna make money? I didn't even. <clears throat> honestly, man, I didn't even think about the money. Because yeah, what love, you were telling me at first, I just didn't see. Because I'm an entrepreneur, right, right? Right. He's like, yo, I'm about to start this basketball league, and I'm like, I just don't see the money. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, honestly, when I started it off, I, I never even thought about the money, man. I had, like I said, I I, I worked extremely hard. Um, I don't know if I can say this or not on the show, but my mom, as well as my mom being like I was going to be an entrepreneur, she, she, I, I was raised like a black Jew. I was tight, bro. Mm. Like I'm tight with money. Like mm. I don't need to, I don't need all that. Like mm. I work like, like how Shorty was saying, she's kind of frivolous with, you know, spending on shoes and mm. I don't got to do it. I don't need to, I just bought this jewelry, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's just because <laughs> I wanted to celebrate myself. You right. know what I mean? Like, bro, you work hard, you know? Um, but yeah, bro, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see money. I didn't see dollar signs. I just had a vision. I said, you know, I see something missing in Atlanta when it comes to summertime. Um, when I grew up off, I feel like if the city had a vibe like that, it'll be lit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I didn't, I didn't care about sponsors and a ticket at the door and none of that. It was like, yo, bro, put this league together, get some hoopers, do something big for the community. And what, were you, what were you doing for money at this time, though? I was working. So I, I was working so before working I left my job. Yeah, I was working at the Hawks. Um, made a pretty good salary there. And I was doing, like, training and AAU coaching, gotcha, gotcha. you know. Um, and then, you know, I still, at the time, I still had Just, right? So Just Nice was, at the time, probably one of the top indie artists in the country. Mm -hmm. uh, we were booking shows left and right. He had his own. We built his fresh brand. Mm -hmm. And we were doing college parties still, even though we wasn't in college. Right, right. So we was going back to South Carolina every weekend. And I mean, we were making about 20K for, for a Saturday. Sheesh. You know, so you're talking about young dudes. We still ain't really, I don't even think my son, my, my daughter was born, but um, I had my son in 2013. So from like 2011 to 2013, I was just, Bashing the gas, bro. Yeah. So I had, you know, I had enough money saved up. And when I first kicked off AEBL, man, I, I put all my money in it. Yeah, I yeah. have I had one sponsor. What does AEBL stand for? Atlanta Entertainment Basketball League. Atlanta Entertainment Basketball, Basketball League. League. And yep. what was what was the the record? EBC, Entertainers Basketball Classic. So you pulled from exactly. it a little bit. Got exactly. You. I had that's to. Why, yeah, that's yeah, why I had to. Okay. Yeah, because okay. for me, that's what I grew up on. Yeah. That's what that's what really set my tone and vision for how hype basketball can be outside of the NBA. Give me the business. Give me the business model behind Atlanta Entertainment Basketball League. Yeah, so AEBL for short, Atlanta Entertainment Basketball League is a nonprofit with 501c3. Mm. Um we are established, yeah, we're a 365 serviceable um agency where we basically produce live events um we do community organization support. Yeah. Uh, we also have like peer-to-peer -peer programs where we go into the schools. And then we just recently launched our junior ABL platform, which will be for kids age five to 16. Gotcha. Um, so we, you know, encompass outside of the sports events that you see, we do sneaker ball. We do, mm -hmm. you know, we have a high school all-star game. Um, and like I said, we're we're merging into other entities that I've taken on on my own. So this year we launched the HBCU Elite 100, mm -hmm. you know, which will rival 
the Nike 100 or the NBA. What is the Nike 100? So Nike 100 is where they basically select the top 100 kids throughout the country to come and showcase themselves in front of NBA and college scouts. So what is your... So HBCU is going to take those similar kids and put them in front of HBCU programs because I'm going to disrupt the narrative that our kids only can go to PWIs. We're going to push the issue and force the hand of the culture, right, to make sure that these kids and these parents understand how important going to HBCUs are. Like, I kick myself every day that I didn't wind up signing with an HBCU. I had at least six HBCU schools, but growing up in New York, they don't teach you about HBCUs. Like, if you got a cousin, maybe somebody in the neighborhood, but our our community doesn't truly know about HBCUs outside of Battle of the Bands, Step Green. That's it. You don't really know what 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 HBCUs can offer you, right? I'm 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 still trying to see the business model, yeah. like where you see. So now you know our, to 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 tap into what you what you're asking in the sense the model of it is that we've built one of the largest live sporting and entertainment platforms in Atlanta, mm. hands down. So now we've become so attractive from a consumer engagement standpoint that brands see what we built. And they want to tap in. What type of brands? So every major brand in, in America, Delta, Pepsi, Nike. Um, you know, we just signed. Um, this is kind of early, so you may get the exclusive. But, <laughs> uh, we just signed a major deal with Adidas, um, you know, that'll launch um, 2022. Where's my shoes at, bro? We ain't get them yet, bro. No, we, no, we, no. Because I remember it, it was so ill. It was this one yeah. really made, made me think, too. Because I, I think Ash hit me and was like, yo. Jai sending out um, Pumas to all the influencers. Yep. And I was like, ooh, I'm an influencer. This is dope. But they ain't never seen my shoes. I got you. Do you I have a pair you. of 13 just, just pull up. I'll, I'll pull up. I got you. So, yeah, we That's just... That's hell that you be connected with these... Co- like, And then you distribute it, like, through yeah, your friends. Through the culture. Like, yeah, yeah, the community. That, that's what I'm about, man. I'm, I'm about the community, for the community. So... How'd that deal come about with Puma? So, so, I have been... People don't know this. So I'm spilling a lot on the show, right? So I've been what they call like a sniper in the marketing business for about 15 years. So basically, I do a lot of freelance work for major corporate brands, help them understand our culture, how to connect with the consumer, how to execute in our markets. That makes Mm. sense. Um, But I've always been behind the scenes, so you don't know. So uh, about three years ago, I started working with a good friend of mine in relationships and everything, man. Yeah, if, if if you in this game and you trying to be anything, I don't care how successful you think you are, you have to have relationships. And you got if you say you're going to do something, you got to do it. And if you can't do it, you better let the person know, like, yo, I can't do that. That's a fact. You know, so I just been, I stand on that, man. And, and over the years, I've just been doing great work and really putting brands in the right positions and making sure that KPIs match up to what they, what they mm-hmm. want. Um, and especially when it comes to our culture, I've been like the community director, bro. Right, you know, right. so a brand say, yo, I want to I want to work with David Shands and Sleepers for Suckers. You hit job, I'm going to make it happen. Mm. And I'm going to make sure that it's a win-win on both sides. So, you know, long story short, had some great relationships over at the Puma brand. They were, you know, merging in back into basketball because people don't remember that Puma was in basketball. Mm. You know, they Wait. had Vince Carter. Um, no, Isaiah Thomas. Thomas, yeah, Vince Carter. One of his first shoes 
was um, Puma with the strap. Go check it, bro. Okay. Tell me. But they never was in. No, they weren't because Puma, you got it. Puma was in basketball in the early days in the NBA. Mm. Walt Clyde Frazier, like Hall of Fame legends. Gosh, okay. Before Nike. You know mm. what I mean? Like Nike wasn't a thing yet. Nike oh. didn't become a thing until Jordan. Oh. So Converse, Puma, I think Asics. What was the other one? Um, uh, uh, it's like the little, uh, it was a V kind of on the shoe. You know what I'm um, talking about? Pony. Yeah, Pony. Yeah. And Pony, so Pony, Pony and Puma were big mm. at that time back in the day. Yep. But um, so, you know, had some great relationships over at the brand. They were merging back into basketball and they was like, yo, can you help us? Okay. And, you know, for the first two years, I pretty much scaled what they need to do, how they need to connect with the right influencers and athletes, um, how they needed to go into markets and show up. And Atlanta is big for Puma. People don't like really? Puma. Yes. I got two questions yep. on it. One, what what were they looking for? What was What was the indication that you were doing your job? What did they want to do? And the second question is, who did you connect with that was perfect and why? So first, what did mm -hmm. they want? They wanted to make sure that the right consumers had the basketball shoe in their hand. Mm -hmm. um, so influencers that love the game, that has social followings, right. and then on-court players who are elite or at least at the caliber on social where they have influence enough with what kids would be like, yo, that shoe is dope. Or, yo, I want to know what the, you know, the new shoe is for Puma. So, I mean, you've had, like, people like 21 Savage, Devontae Hitchcock, um, who else? Now you got LaMelo Ball, you know? So, they they were targeting that exact market. Gotcha. Um, and I had it already. It right, was just right. Oh, yeah, because you're the best one. Yeah, for sure, yeah, for sure. Text message away from me, you right. know? Um, and then on the flip side of it, you know, I think what we have built in the city is undeniable. Yeah. You know what I mean? And though sure. I'm super humble about it, like ain't nothing moving in this city without basketball and culture without me. Yeah. I don't care what level you are. Right. You know, so um, brands see that and they want to tap into that. So I think they saw that leverage and they like, let's go to, let's go with him. Yeah. You know, versus trying to disperse it around the whole city. Got it. Got yeah. it. And so you're no longer working with Puma. No. So I, I do still work with Puma. Um, as of this year, after 2021, our contract will be up. Mm -hmm. And then we just signed um, our new deal with Adidas for AEBL. Gotcha. Yep. And what so, does that look like? So Adidas is going to be the official apparel and shoe partner for AEBL across all of our properties. So, so they do all the jerseys. Jerseys, shoes, apparel. We get, yeah, we get in our own shoe. Um, you know what I'm saying? You're so your own shoe. You own shoe, design it. I didn't even make it to the NBA, bro, but I got my own shoe deal. You know? So that's crazy. That's that's you know, that's that's what we own, bro. You strike that deal though. And Hard if you don't work, mind, bro. if you don't mind, what are some of the details of the deal? Well, I can't I can't spill that. You I can give you nah, I can't. I can't because it's it's still it's still in some negotiations with some pieces. But Let I can I can this. give you Let me ask ahead. you this. Did Puma just do in-kind or they give you a bag? No, too? no, no. Nobody, listen, bro. Them days is over, dog. They over. You, they nobody even called me. And first, first, <laughs> first thing Adidas, first thing the people at the at Adidas said, yo, when we talked to everybody, it was like, just come with the bag. Because I mean, I worked too hard, bro. Man. 15 years. And, and I'll say this, and again, man, I'm you know how I am, bro. 
Like I, I talk my talk, but I'm I'm humble when it comes to what I've done for this city. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel like we live in that state now where like perception is reality. Yeah. If you don't tell people and show them, they don't see it. They yeah. don't respect it. They're not going to give you opportunities and they ain't going to pay you your worth. You know, so for me, man, on the last, just the last three years, bro, look what I, AT&T brought AT&T to the city, did one of the biggest national campaigns this Atlanta has ever seen. Really? You know, Atlanta Hawks, when you see a lot of those celebrities and rappers down on the court, that's coming from my line. You know what I mean? Developing, people don't know, for about five, six years, I was on the brand partnership team for A3C. You know, I've been a part of A3C when there was no sponsors. You know, so I've I've been in this, man. I've been in the compass of every bucket in Atlanta and I stay strong in the community. So that's why I can always duck off. But, you know, when, 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 when you reach out and you tell me your job, this is what I'm doing. I got an idea. I want brands and, and, and sponsors to come on. What I tell you is partnerships now. Sponsorships don't exist no more. When somebody say sponsorships, it's like, bro, you're not getting no real money. Right. But part, so partnerships come with a bag, but partnerships are typically based on performance. Not necessarily, man. If you creatively build something that's undeniable and it has its own unique way to engage people and move consumers, you you got it. You just got to figure out the brands that want to connect with those consumers. Okay, so, let, me, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me give you this. Okay. So I got a podcast, All right. right? And because you are the GOAT at like creating the bridge between like small business owner and big corporations. I have a podcast. Yep. Super what dope would, podcast at that. Super dope podcast, man. What would I what would I have to do? What what would a company want for me to create a dope partnership mm-hmm. where it's very beneficial for both of us? I, I would tell you to start off reverse that. What do you want? So you're not waiting on them to decide how to connect with you. You want to know how you want to connect with those brands and what you want from them. I want right? Okay. What would I have to be doing to cut a million dollar deal with a big brand? I would say first you need, again, you need to identify what brand it is. Because okay. not every brand is going to fit your podcast. Right. Every, every audience and consumer that you have may not fit that brand. Sure. So the first thing I would do is I would identify the brands that you feel passionate about first. Brands that you would support out front, I'm right? Gonna, I'm gonna give you my list. I'm okay. gonna give you my list. And go ahead. Nike. All right. Uh, Louis Vuitton. Okay. Gucci. Okay. Hold me down. Um, I'll probably do something with New Era. Okay. Uh, um, who else? I like these jeans that I'm wearing. They're okay. um, what are they called? Uh, purple brand or something okay. or something brand something. Yeah. So I don't know. Here's the major thing is the million dollars. I want a million dollar partnership. Right. But I'm trying to figure out how do I position myself? I don't even care who gives me the million. Okay. I don't even eat McDonald's, but if we're going to do this million dollars. But see, that's why. So so that's where I'm, you know, as someone who's experienced and does this every day, I want to educate you as well as other influential people like yourself. You don't got to do that no more. You don't, okay. you don't have to just work with anybody. Okay. You've built a platform and the leverage that you have that influences millions around the world, bro. The fact. So now you can strategize and decide, how do I want to work with McDonald's? Am I selling 
do I want that type of partnership? Because mm -hmm. it's a marriage, bro. Yeah. That's why I say sponsorships are cool. They're needed. They happen. People get them all the time. But for me, once you elevate to a certain level, you want partnerships because it's a marriage. You're going to be in bed with these people for X amount of years, depending on what the agreement is. So you don't want a situation where, let's say right now, you like, yeah, McDonald's is cool. But then next year, you and wifey, like, yo, we on this healthy, that don't that don't match up. Yeah. Your consumer, your audience is now like, hold up, Dave. You got this big, this big arch right behind. You see <laughs> what, what I'm saying? Vegan, bro? What's right. up with you? That's what yeah. I'm saying. So strategically. Hey, just know, I would put a Nike side, <laughs> right? If McDonald's, if you're listening, this is all you right here. You feel me? Yeah. You're going to be the golden arches right here. I yeah. So, you know, you. I, I feel like from the outside looking in, you already have the platform. You got the audience. Sure. Now it's just trying to engage with brands that you are passionate about that it doesn't necessarily feel like you're selling. Adidas, three stripes. <laughs> ja, we can Reed, throw the stripes. Leo, we can, you throw, we can throw the three stripes right here. That's it. All right, so how do I how do I position myself to get ready to? Yeah, so we we you know we slightly talked about this. You you want to put together a partnership deck mm -hmm. that pretty much overviews you know everything about yourself, your about you know your okay. audience, how you engage with people, with your demo. Um, you know, where, where those places that you see the brand tying in because they're going to want to know what your vision is yeah. for them to be a part of it sure. before they cut you a check. For sure. And then once that happens, then you come to somebody like me, we work together to put that in play and then we do an outreach to all our relationships mm. and basically showcase what you're doing, inviting them out so they can see in person. And I will tell people, I'll give up this gym um, and... In a pandemic, yeah, I made a million dollars just built off relationships without having any events, bro. How? Because the relationships rely on you when they have no idea what to do. So explain explain that. So, explain. so what did during, you do? Yeah, so during COVID, pretty much everything that was pivoting from a digital standpoint, everybody was going from physical activations to digital, right? Mm. I don't even do digital. That, that's not my thing. It hasn't been my thing. But I was already tied into everybody that was doing digital properties, creating new events online. And all I did was leverage my relationships, introduce them to all of my friends in the community. It was like, hey, you need to be doing this event. You need to be doing uh, community. They do e uh, HBCU esports. You know, at the time, we had just kind of started figuring out where we're going to go back in person or not. Mm. But leveraging my relationships to my community. Okay. And I probably made more money than I did in the last five years in one year. And who paid you? The, the person brands. who wanted the relationship or the person who's doing the event? The brands. The brands paid you to connect them with the other people that they're going to pay. Correct. So you'll get a bag if on you... On both sides. Oh. On both sides. All right, look, I know you're enjoying the episode, but I got to tell you, finally, you asked for it and we created a Patreon, okay? We created an inner circle. We have amazing stories, amazing information, the how-tos from the episodes. The only thing we're missing is a community. So it's about that time. We put together our Patreon. We put together our community because we have to have conversation around the information. So even this podcast we're listening to right now, there needs to be conversation. I want to hear what you got. I want to hear what you got. Like, let's throw some stuff back and forth. And because we're like-minded, we're all going in the same direction. When we connect, connect in a community, we can connect on other stuff outside the community because we're building real relationships, okay? So check out the Patreon. We got three tiers. I don't care what tier you join. Um, the support is um, The support is appreciated. 
Okay, thank you so much. Now back to the episode. So, and, and in most cases, like I try to explain to people, that's why I'd rather do business with my friends because at the end of the day, now I can make sure the resources are in our community. Mm-hmm. It's not me just shining my Superman light that I got all this money. Mm-hmm. If, 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 if Social Proof Podcast is winning, I'm going to make sure it's in front of the right people. It's up. You see what I'm saying? It's and, all the way up. And, 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 and it's not me being like, yo, bro, for me to do this, you got to give me some money. Now we're going to go get the money together right. and break bread. And not only are we going to go get one brand, we're going to go get multiple brands. So then now I ain't got to worry about tapping your pockets because I know you need money. You need money to keep this thing building. Mm-hmm. You need you you got to survive. You I'm take hurt, care of your baby. family. Hang you on know, money, baby. You, know, you looking good to me, baby. <laughs> you know? So, you know, I think the biggest thing that people got to figure out right now is understanding what makes them, their properties, and where they're trying to go unique and different. Because as you know, everybody's, like, I see what you're doing with the podcast, you know, introducing people to the podcast world. Mm-hmm. But it, it's going to be a backlash from that with brands, too, because everybody's going to be doing podcasts and everybody think they podcast is the biggest. So what, what sets your podcast apart? And you got to hone in on that. You know what I think? And, and Joe, can, you want some water? No, you I'm good. Water? You sure? Yeah, we yeah. got sparkling water, too. I'm good. Very fancy. Okay. Um... Uh, but I think, especially in the podcasting space, I think every podcast is unique in the fact that the host is unique, right? right. So nobody can, even if there's a million other podcasts, right. nobody has kind of like the energy, the swag that I got. I'm not saying I got the best. It's just right. mine is you different. You got yours. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think that brands will want to attach themselves to just my style of communication. Right. If... Um, if their audience can resonate with that, right? right? So I'm saying, if if I put together my one sheet with all of the, the details of the podcast, yep. all the stuff that's yep. going on, my story, things of that nature, then I come to you and say, Ja, what's up, podcaster or soon-to-be podcaster? Get ready to level up your podcast game because the number one podcast education summit of the year is back, and it's bigger and better than ever. I'm talking about the second annual podcast summit happening on July 4th and 5th in the content creation capital of the world. You already know, ATL, baby. Atlanta, Georgia, going down July 4th and 5th, two full days. Imagine this. Imagine you getting all the game you need to take your voice, your brand, your your business to the next level. Imagine getting all the insider tips. Imagine getting all the know-how that you've been craving for the last two, three, four years where you're talking about you're going to start a podcast, but you haven't yet because you don't have the tools, you don't have the tips, you don't have the tricks. I don't care if you're just starting or you're a seasoned pro. This summit has something for everyone. Picture you mastering the basics of setting up your podcast or unlocking the secrets to grow your brand on social media. We're not just talking about podcasting here. I'm talking about you want to build a long form catalog, whether it's skits, movies. We got people talking about script writing. This is an incredible experience. Imagine, imagine discovering the art of securing these lucrative sponsorship deals. And that's not all. Learn the ropes of creating a pitch deck that has sponsors knocking down your door. Oh, wait, 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 wait. There's more. This isn't just a summit. This is an experience. I'm telling you. Rub shoulders with industry leaders. 
And you got to network with the other people that are doing what you're doing. All the guests that have ever been on Social Proof Podcast, I'm giving them a free ticket. And in exchange, they promise me that they're going to sit down and do short interviews with you. We got podcast booths for our VIP members where you can sit down, pull somebody to a side, and you're going to create content in real time. I know what you're thinking. How do I get a part of this podcasting paradise? Well, it's simple. All you have to do is head over to podcastsummit.com, grab your tickets now, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because I have something really, really special for you. I got a little treat for my early birds, people who take action. The next 20 listeners and only 20 listeners who get your tickets right now, okay? I'm not only going to give you 20% off of whatever ticket level you get, you get 20% off, but if you use the promo code BIGDEAL, It'll take 20% off immediately, but I'm also going to allow the first 20 people to listen to this right now to be able to bring a friend, bring a teammate, bring a partner for absolutely free. You get general admission, they get general admission. You get VIP, they get VIP. Whatever ticket level you purchase, you get to bring a friend, partner, colleague, booth thing for absolutely free. Nothing extra required. My team's going to reach out to you, get your partner's name, or if you don't have the person you no, right now yet you got time no pressure you get us back but use that code big deal that triggers to let us know you get to bring someone for free so don't wait so secure your spot at the number one podcast education summit in the country join us july 4th and 5th in atlanta let's turn your podcast dreams into a reality y'all head over to podcastsummit.com use promo code big deal at checkout and get your tickets now don't miss out on the opportunity to take your podcast to new heights take your brand to new heights take your business to new heights with this unprecedented offer okay i'll see you at the summit and don't forget to use promo code big deal i'm trying to get sponsorship for my podcast these are our numbers this is what we're doing this is the audience that i have because i because ba- basically your sale to the brands is based on my audience, yes? Correct. Majority. And then also how, how I put an emphasis around on why they need you. You see what I'm saying? So I have to still do me, right? It's the, exactly. it's the relationship. I'm, I'm putting the sauce. You. Exactly. I'm putting the sauce on top of what you've already created as ingredients. And they trust me. So I'm, they, know, they know that I'm not going to lead them to nothing that ain't going to make sense. Hmm. So that's why I said there's difference of people who are marketers. I know a lot of dope people that got dope brands that they work with. I even know people who got agencies. But guess what? Those agencies still call me. You see mm. what I'm saying? So you got you got it already, bro. I, I told you. I you, need you. you I bro, I've been trying to connect with you. All you need. No, no, no. I, no. Yes. Now, nah, listen. So when, when, when Ashley started talking about you more... Mm. Because you remember, I know you from Sleepers for Suckers. Right. So I'm like, yo, my guy in the mall, let me go holler at him. Then I go to the mall and he ain't there no more. I'm like, where the hell he at? You know (laughs) what I mean? So you got to think, the last time we connected, you had just told me about the podcast. Obviously, I had started seeing them all on IG, but I'm still like, all right, what's the, you know, what's the spin or what's the narrative from Sleepers for Suckers? It's just like somebody coming to me like ABL, but I'm doing business on something culture, yeah, a lifestyle, sure. right? So it's like they kind of, even now, people, you know, in about 30 days, we launched a new agency. People are like, but you you ABL, but yeah, ABL is just a basketball league. Yeah. That's it. Like I've been doing this for a long time. Actually been doing the marketing longer. 
Right, for you sure. You know, so sure. that that's yeah. what I had to identify. And now that I get it, right, I see your numbers, I see your the the, the moves and the influence you're creating. And then your network now is even bigger, right? Because yeah. now you're getting people that, if I said to a brand like, yo, he's on his podcast, they're going to be like, oh yeah, we need that. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So sometimes it ain't even you. It ain't even your, you know what I mean? Like, you, And you got to be willing to accept that. Sometimes it's not chance. For sure. It's who's sitting in the chair. 100%. Or where you're doing it at, right? The brand may need you to do, yo, go to Miami. You know what I mean? We need Miami. We need we need a, a bigger audience from from a live, live digital standpoint in Miami. All right, cool. We got an event coming up in Miami. Adidas could be right here. Exactly. They can make this play happen. Exactly. If they need people. Do you hear this? Okay. Yeah. All right, so, okay, between me and you, there's no yeah. cameras here, okay? Yeah. You got to connect with the Adidas people, right? right. What are you going to go back and tell them? Well, one, especially, I mean, do, do we have to have a client agreement? No, no. I feel like, I mean, for me, it's just introducing introducing corporate brands to our culture, bro. Mm. That's it. That's a fact. That's, a, that's the first thing. That's where it starts. And that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm going to always win, bro, because I'm not afraid to shine light on somebody else. You know what I mean? So for me, I'll call up, I'll text him right now. Like, yo, Reed, when you come to town, I want to introduce you to Shans. Check out what he's been doing. Send her, uh, you know, videos from your podcast on people I know she like or people I know she want to engage with as influencers. So, yo, when you when you think about podcasting, I'm, I won't limit you to Atlanta, but mm. we'll we'll speak because they're gonna look at the Atlanta market. Yeah. Ain't nobody ain't nobody messing with him, That's right? Correct. And he got everybody you want, and he can get more people. You get what I'm saying? So then they're gonna be like, all right, cool, that makes sense. So when they we on the show, we gonna lace them out with all our hot, all the, the dope Yeezys. All the all the dope Y threes. I'm gonna only sign deal if I can meet you. Yeah, I you know. Meet guy so he, he, <laughs> he has state. I mean, at uh, Mercedes Benz, bro. Yeah. We can pull up right now. And all right, so yeah. all right, so now you're talking. Can we really pull up on him? Yeah, he's at he's at Mercedes Benz Stadium, bro. Have you connect, have you linked up? We we working on something. Can't let the let the cat out the bag too quick. We working on something. Just come to ABL this weekend. That's all I say. Is he gonna be there? I don't know, bro. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Ain't no ticket. It's free, baby. It's all, it's all free for the community. Oh, that's wild. Okay. All right. So you going you gonna put in a word? For yeah, me. I got you. And I, I told you we gonna we gonna link on some on on some bigger things too because I, I believe you know your grind and what you've been doing, bro, is impeccable. To be able to start from sleepers for suckers, being hand to hand, and then getting a little shop in the mall, and then now you know what I mean, like. We got to start bigging each other up and not being afraid to, to like I said, to shed light on each other, bro. Because yeah, we, our, our social capital is is at trillions of dollars. Yeah. Who getting it? You see what I'm saying? It's a who small, is getting it? It's a small group of people who've put themselves in positions and they're not willing to share the wealth. So they're gatekeepers in this? I, I mean, is there really gatekeepers now? I think I they're know. hoarders. I wouldn't say gatekeepers because they the don't have power no more. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. just hoarding every dollar that they can get because instead of them putting people on and helping the community where they can go back to and then mm. plant that seed and then see it grow and then build from it, they've kept all the money they life and always kept every relationship to themselves. Yeah. And guess what? Now they shit ain't hot no more. Yeah. Then what? You know what I'm saying? So they're hoarders in my opinion. People gotcha. that do that hoard relationships, they hoard money. 
And everybody's day is going to come at some, you know what I mean? Like yeah. one day you're going to be like, yo, this podcast shit ain't cool. Let me give it to somebody else. Or you got a youngin coming up. Like, yo, you take it over. I'm going over to do X, Y, and Z. But guess what? Those relationships from the podcast going to move with you to whatever the next yeah. thing is. Because guess what? They rock with Dave. They don't yeah. care what you're doing. You can be, you can be low key, bro. I'm telling you. One of my biggest relationships to the day, one of my mentors, my OGs, I met him working at Enterprise, bro. Mm. Working at Enterprise. And and I get we get bags together all the time. Wow. You get what I'm saying? It, there's never a time his company or brand is doing something in this city that he don't call me, whether it's to get the bag or, or connect them or direct them who they should be working with. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So... I just feel like, bro, we in a we in a different state. All that stuff that was going on through COVID, all the killings, all the social injustice. Are we gonna keep talking? Or are we gonna make stuff happen? Do you do you see what's happening with uh, corporate sponsored? I mean, corporate sponsorship dollars going to podcasting. Are you seeing any of that? I, from I your haven't because, like I said, a couple of people who have reached out to me about it, brands were already there. You know what I mean? So it was like, how do you mesh like a cigar brand with Pepsi that, that don't fit? Right. Cigar brand and a spirit brand. Yeah, let's let's look at that. Yeah. So I just haven't, to be honest, when it was brought to me early, maybe like February, March, right? We just was rolling into COVID and everybody started shifting. Yeah. I just didn't really have the mindset or the, the thought process to say, let me evaluate and scale how brands can be a part of, you know, podcasts, you know. But if you look at like... A lot of corporations are taking a lot of marketing yeah. dollars away from radio. Yeah. And, and putting, putting it in the yeah, podcast. For sure. Yeah. For sure. So it's just it's just figuring it out and figuring out where to scale those brands, yeah. you know. I, 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 I ask like personal questions. What's the most that you've, in, in your tenure, mm-hmm. and you don't have to tell me who it was, but the biggest sponsorship deal that you've gotten? Um, for what you've built. For what I've built? Yeah. My properties, probably like 300K. Dang. Yeah. You probably didn't have to do a whole lot of work for it. Because well, the work I is building. The work, but I'm saying work is bu- the work <laughs> is building the audience. Yeah. But, I, but, but see, that's, that's another little gem that I'll share about me. It's like... Whether you give me a thousand or you give me a million, I'm gonna still do the work. Mm. I'm gonna still make sure it's grand. You're gonna feel like you spent a, bu- a bunch of money. And what did you have to do for that particular sponsor? For that particular one, it was just, like I said, elevating the brand, making sure their strategy was intact mm. so that way they can move the way they wanted to and then make sure that they met all their KPIs, bro. So more of a consultant. Uh, yeah, I was consulting for yeah. them, you know? So it was like. And IP is priceless. Yeah, that's it. And, and, um, and, and most importantly, in that, right? Like with these brand deals, you don't want it to be a one-off. Mm. So that's why sometimes, sometimes those 50s and 25s don't make sense, right? right? Because it's like, all right, you do the 50, 25, you get the quick money. Bro, you got bills, you got overhead. It's probably yeah. going to cost you to do whatever you're doing. Now you back to 11K. Right. And you feeling worthless. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You like, damn, bro, all I made was 11K off of 75. Right. But what about if you had one of those situations where you marriage with the brand? Gotcha. And now you on retainer. Mm-hmm. And anytime you call them, it's like, what you need? Yeah. Oh, you need 20. Oh, you need 15. 
right? People don't ain't smart enough to think about it, bro. Mm. I'm still running it up. They just didn't give me 75 at once. Right, right. I just looked at my invoice. My invoice at 225 right now. Mm. But if oh, I would have you see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, because that's why I'm telling you it's partnerships. A partnership, you can do that with your wife, right? Like y'all are in a partnership. You might need some bread for her today. She might hit you triple right. three months from now, right. right? She might go buy you them J's you want. She might go to StockX and spend the 1500 when they was really only 120 in the store. Mm-hmm. That's how you got to look at these partnerships, bro. I got to ask this question. I yep. asked this to, uh, to Jessica. Shouts out to real BB Judy. Uh, she's brilliant. It's three things I think you need to be um, successful. And I think you'll agree. But I want to know which one you feel is most important. Um, work ethic, ability to perform, or network. If you had to pick, like your, your relationships, the third one. If you had to pick between these three, what would you say is most important? Your ability to perform, your, 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 your talent, yep. your work ethic, mm-hmm. or your network? Your work ethic. Work ethic? For she sure. said the same thing. For sure. I don't necessarily agree. Let me tell you why. Talk At least in, in, in my presence of how I see things, because you can learn as you're going, right? Mm-hmm. So that's your ability, right? So if I work hard and I might be struggling a little bit with something, I can, if I'm smart enough, I know where to tap into those people because people respect my work ethic, so they're going to rock with me. Mm. They may tell me a couple of gems or show me the way because they're like, yo, he's not going to drop the ball. Right. His work ethic is impeccable. Fact. You see what I'm saying? Okay. So your work ethic, it's almost like your work beat talent when talent ain't going to work. True. And that's in anything, bro. True. That's entrepreneurship, sports, music, whatever. Look at the people that's at the top. They work ethic is bar none. The other stuff come with it. The celebrity, all that, all the fancy, all the endorsements, that come after they put in the work. You know what I mean? And then I would say, if somebody would say the ability, and it can skew a little bit because some people rely solely on their network that they don't work, but those are those people that their their careers end pretty quick Mm. because your level and the power of your network changes. Yeah, My network now ain't what it used to be five years ago. My network was local five years ago. Right. You get what I'm saying? Any city I pull up in right now, I can walk in any corporate company in America and they know who I am. They know what I do. And if they don't, I can pick up the phone and call somebody and be like, yo, bro, I need to get an Apple. I need to go to Nike in Portland, Adidas in Portland. Mm. They can, my people going to make calls because they, all they going to say, look at his work. Look at mm. his work. Okay. You, you can't you can't deny work, bro. You, you, you can't, can't deny, deny it. it for sure. No, and and that's what I'm trying to tell you. I tell this next generation, put the work first. Don't worry about social media. Don't worry about your followers. Don't worry about how much money you got. Don't worry about you don't look like little baby. Put the work in. All of that'll come. I feel that. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. I feel and then I, I would say the network would be next, and ability would be last because your ability can. I mean, your ability is is all in the eye to behold. Yeah. Right, because you may feel like, yo, I'm the dopest podcast and look look at my production set up yeah. on my butt, right? Mm-hmm. And then somebody else might be like, bro, I don't even do all that. Yeah. I don't do all that. The work be done already before I get there. That's a fact. You married? You know, I am. Is your wife an entrepreneur? No. She's a nurse. Really? Yeah. How's that? It's a little, it's a little it's weird. Tough. But yeah, my it's wife, yeah, tough. same thing. Very tough. Same thing. My wife still does, she does like a insurance. Okay. Right? 
you about to get in trouble, bro. I promise you. I, I know she does something with insurance. But I'm like, yeah, what are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, but, so, but it is, man. It is. It is. It's actually the biggest. And I will honestly say this. It's the biggest battle in life for me. Yeah. Because we're on two opposite ends of the world. Nothing meshes outside of like our family and marriage. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we don't have the same friends. Yeah. She don't like the same things I like. You know what I mean? It's like, and because I grew up and my mom was a hustler. Right. You know, it's and and people say, oh, well, you got to grow and mature. Nah, bro, like, that's a part of your DNA when yeah. you grow up. Like, what you see is typically <clears throat> what you conform in, yeah. right? Good and bad. Yeah, for it's sure. Like, I got a lot of bad shit with me that I'm still working on. Give me the edited version. You know what I'm saying? You know, yeah. but I think that, you know, the, the piece is still figuring out how to grow yeah, together. I'll be trying know? to, like, I'll be trying to sound so, like, at least, like, Look you in the eye when you're telling me about what your manager did and what they did and then happened. And I'm like, oh, word. And in my head, I'm like, right. hey, I got work to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I could be talking all about entrepreneurship stuff. And she's like, uh, right. bro, you don't do nothing. I'm right. Like, yeah. I don't think she thinks I do nothing, bro. <laughs> For sure. I think, again, I, I, I was on that journey the first four or five years of building AEBL. Yeah. How long have you been married? Uh, seven years. Seven years. Yeah. Oh, so I know that was a, a that was a period yeah. right there, bro. I can't. I can and I'm, relate. and I'm, yo, and I, I just had a new baby, and I'm about to launch a new business. Oh, so I just, yo, how was your baby? Four months. Oh, I'm five months. Yeah, five months. In. So, hey, we about to go through the roller coaster again, Oh, brother. You know, but, but I, I think one of the things is it's all about um, consideration. Yeah. So, like, I'm always launching something new. I'm actually building a podcasting studio and all that. Okay. But Dope. my thing has been, I'm trying to, I'm cramming everything I do in the first part of the day so that I'm home by six. Okay. So just like a job, like a right. nine to five or whatever, right. I try to cram all of my stuff in at five o'clock so I can be home and at the crib by six. I get my baby, we chilling. Right. And, and since I, I started giving my family the, enough respect to say, yo, you got to call me tomorrow. Right. Things have gotten a lot better. That's good. That's good. I mean, that's, that's quick. Cause cause I, I, you and your wife been married how long? Four years. Four years? That's, Leave me I mean, alone, Joe. What's that's, up with that's, you? That's, that's good, bro. I'm being honest with you. Yeah. I, I tell all my guys, all of us do different stuff, but all entrepreneurs, busy, mm -hmm. doing... I, I, I haven't found it yet. Yeah. I'm still searching for it, bro. Y'all try this, though. Make there a time, a cutoff. Here's what's crazy. How, though? I ask every person that say, how? When at 6 o'clock, right? Mm -hmm. 6 o'clock our time is 3 o'clock LA time, and you got a conference call with Adidas on a, on a Wednesday. Here's what I understand. People will work around your schedule if you have a schedule. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just saying. Once right, you, so what, I, what I'm saying right. is, you tell them, yo, can we do 2 o'clock? Mm-hmm. I can't do three. Let's do two o'clock. A, a lot of times, once you've purposed in your heart to do it, people, right. and you're important. It's right. not like they can just find another job that's, right. that's available right. at three o'clock. Right. You say two o'clock. Right. I can do two. But whatever is important to you, right. that's where you're going to put the time in. And I'm not, I'm not yeah. saying you don't no, have no, to No, no, no. I know six. what you mean. Yeah, yeah. But no, it, I just use that all, time because you, yeah, you said the time. It's right. All, it's all about the effort. If, 
even if my joint was like, yo, I'm shutting it down 7.30 right. at night, she's going to appreciate the effort. Right. Because she knows she how important that. this thing is to me. Right. And no matter how much, like, when it ring, when the phone rings, you're like, ooh, this is a call. It's, yo, hit me in the morning. Right. What I found is, they'll just hit you in the morning. And then you get the best of both worlds. But it's so easy to be consumed in working 11, 12 calls, texts, especially right. you up. And I'm sure it's not just men calling your phone. Yeah. So wifey's on the other end, like, right. who that? Right. Even though I know, I know yeah. that ain't, yeah. I know yeah. it's business, but still it's, right. who that though? Yeah. So. Yeah. No. And It's a journey, bro. It's a marathon, bro. It's easier me saying this to you than actually doing it. But I've, I've been getting a lot better at it. Yeah. And it's been showing up in a relationship. That's good to know. It's good to know. Yeah, man. And ambition is uh, something. Uh, and, and it's almost like you never, once you have the ambition, you never. Can't, you can't level set to. I don't care what you yeah. accomplish. It's not. It's, 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 it's the, the next more thing. Stuff. Yeah. The next thing. That's <laughs> what I'm saying, bro. Like, I mean, I've been ABL is nine. Been in and out of different partnerships and agencies. Mm. Um, so the vision is similar to what you're talking about. Yeah. Hire the right people, yeah. bring the right, and just be the brains. I just can't do that. Bro. You can. I got to, nah, I got to touch, I got to touch and feel what I'm building. Yeah. I, I can't even actually tell you. But like, only because you've been touching and feeling for so long. Yeah, but I, you know, some people, I won't disagree with that it couldn't change, but like some people, like I, I watch, obviously, virtually, right? Mm -hmm. Like how some people maneuver their businesses. And I've experienced, like, watching, like, the Diddy's mm -hmm. camps and different things like that move. Um, but if you notice, like, when when Bad Boy Sean Combs, Diddy, is at the height, mm -hmm. it's when he's involved. Full throttle. Yeah. Not that his people ain't good. They're great at what they do. But it's something, it's like an innate ability like a person has to like put a certain type of touch on something mm. and you don't, you you never want to, I tell Ashley that all the time. Yeah. I'm like, you right now, you you don't need to hire a bunch of people. You need to know every single aspect of your business, how it works, how mm. it's not working, how to fix it before you can even hire somebody to do that. You True. get what I'm saying? So as I'm starting this new business, this isn't the... The fly by night business, mm. you know, to create an agency and a multi million dollar agency, you got to be in the trenches. 100%. It's going to take a little bit of. So that's why I said to you, like, for me, I'm still trying to figure out at year seven, like, we've had COVID was the greatest yeah. year ever. 100%. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, we had extra time, we chill, make up conversations that we, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right, normally yeah. stuff we don't talk about. So that was, that was good, but it also, Show me that we can mesh the way we are too. Yeah. We just have to find those wins where we can, you know, sure. take trips and make time for each other. The, the local time is tough mm. just because of her work schedule. We got a new baby. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think everybody, because I'm like, like you just said, I just learned a little bit from you. My guy, like last week, told me, like, bro, you just got to, you know what I mean? Just let her have it. Yeah, like, you sure. know what I mean? Yeah, man. So, you know, and one thing I, I found too is, if we look at like all the things that we do throughout a day, not all of it is necessary. True. Like there's always like there's always a few it's things. Like three hours of Instagram that don't even gotta happen. It don't even gotta happen. You know, we put the work stuff in that time and then we 
take the And then the you got to scramble for the other three that you done gave up on <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> nah, for sure. Yeah, But man. And I'm a night owl, so that's mm. kind of worked for in favor of us in, in, in our situation as right. well because I would say I, I'm more like eight. Mm. I can cut. Usually I'm running my son around. My son plays three yeah. different sports at the same time. Oh, wow. so, How many kids you got? Three. Three. Yep. 19, eight, and four months. Mm, so, nice, nice. Okay. Um, so yeah, man, usually I'm I'm ripping and running with him, but I usually start back working at like 12, mm. one o'clock. Yeah. That's when the, all the creativity is rolling. Yeah. All the genius is happening at that time. Yeah, man. Listen, you know what the sleep is for suckers. That was my philosophy. <laughs> like, yo, just living at night, but then yeah. I realized. I realized that I like pressing the button because I've been pressing the button. But if I can if I can find somebody and teach them how to press the button the way I like it, I get addicted to that. Yeah. Like cause I know, oh, you do okay, you doing good. Okay. Right. I ain't got I ain't gotta worry right. about pressing that button no more. But that's Let why but here. that's why I said, like, that's the part of this generation. Because I I, I have mentees mm. that I feel like is could be dope. Yeah. But they're so fast tracked. Like yeah. they don't. It's, it's zero to 100. It ain't like one, two, three, yeah. 10, 20. No, they like, I'm in. I'm, I get to meet all these people. I want to start my business tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, we ain't even started working. Yeah. What, what you supposed sir. to be here for? Yes. Yeah, that, that's what, so that's why I'm like, yo, that is hard. And you, you know, again, I'm seeing my peers do the same thing. Starting to get people your, mm-hmm. your same age yeah. that are panning out of different career fields or, <clears throat> looking for their new, you know, way to celebrate in life, mm-hmm. which may be more freedom. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of people got laid off from jobs that they were committed to, for lifers. Sure. For sure. You giving them me, had, bro, Shans, I can't meet you tonight for dinner because I got, I got to work. Yeah, for sure. I, no, I can't take this trip. Oh, I can't go to my kids' game. They were lifers, bro. Yeah. What, somebody, I, I mean, dog, I got some people that you could, like if I had on, bro, if I came in with Pumas on, nah, dog. Let me go. Let me go in the closet. Get you Nikes. <laughs> right. like, you know what I mean? Like like that. That they got let go. Yeah, that's crazy. That's and crazy. and now they're trying to find their way. So you, for me, you take that hunger and that experience and put them in the driver's seats yeah. of what you're trying to do. These youngins, man, though we got to have them around. They're the new innovatives. They know what's next. Mm. They not ready. And I want to say not all of them. There's a, a large amount that are not ready to take those opportunities that we didn't get. Mm. I would die to get an internship at Nike. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A D to any brand. Carl yeah, cannot anybody. Sure. Growing up, yeah. shit, I pass out flyers all day right. just to get a Def Jam shirt. You know what I what, what I what I realized in um that it's not. It's not them. It's my inability to get them to focus. So what I started doing is um, over the last couple of years, I've been really studying leadership. Okay. Because I realized I can can have people lose them, have them, fumble them. And and I will blame it on them. Right. Like, yo, they they just don't believe in a business. They they selfish or whatever. But I, I wanted to start working on my ability to communicate my idea and now it's just a transfer of energy. I need to transfer a vision from me to you and then fit you in this vision. And then we're routing all of that 
ambitious energy right. into one lane that happens to be us going the same direction. That's, so that, that's, that's dope. That, that's no, no, been, no, no. That's, that's my journey lately. No, that's a that's a that's a gym right yeah, there, bro. Because that's, that's what it like is. It's, it's a yeah, man. <laughs> it's a communication for me. Yeah. You know, I keep everything bottled up in here. And then by the time I'm able to disperse it out, we write up on it and I'm expecting them to execute how I would last minute. Yeah. You know, so, um, and this year showed that, yeah. you know, even more bringing, bringing some new people into the fold that are really dope, you know. Entrepreneurship is a journey, man. Look, job, man, I appreciate you coming through, man. I appreciate you having me. Are we going to have Adidas? We're going to work on it, bro. We're going to get, Look, we all see me. Yeah, we're going to get to work on it. <laughs> we all see you in the tracksuits every episode, you know. It has something to do with this man right here. But let me let me pay some bills real quick, and I'm going to have you close this out with a word of wisdom. Okay. All right, so um, um, this episode is sponsored by The Morning Meetup, themorningmeetup.com. Ja, I don't know if you know. I'm sure you've seen The Morning Meetup, but it's a, it's a community of entrepreneurs that gather every single morning. It's literally like 450 people on a wow. call every morning, Monday wow. through Friday, from across the country. I'm talking about, it starts at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, but it's, Mad people in California that they're on they it at up. 5 a.m. Wow. Every day. So we have a theme for the month where uh, this month we're talking about thinking big. So each call throughout the month supports the theme of the whole month. So okay. we're just getting people out of their head and stop thinking so small about stuff and expanding their vision. So yep. um, they can go to themorningmeetup.com and enroll. I give them a dollar trial, $79 a month. If they don't like it, they can leave. If they want to, they can stay. But it's the most amazing community. And... Yeah. We're, uh, we have a book club. Okay. How often do you read? Uh, every so often. I read zero books last year. Okay. None. Even we're in the house, 20, like for COVID, right. no books. This year, we read 10. Wow. Because we take a chapter every day, mm-hmm. and we read a chapter, and the next day, we talk about the chapter that we read the previous day. And then we're going to read a chapter tonight, and then tomorrow, I'll talk about it. So right. we're getting through chapter by chapter. It's amazing, nope. man. So go to themorningmeetup.com. Also, um... The podcast waitlist, the Launcher Podcast Challenge has, has started. So uh, there'll be a link, link somewhere where you can start your podcast. Okay, Ja, thank you so much, my brother. No doubt. For pulling up on us. This was absolutely amazing. Absolutely insightful. It's overdue, man. Overdue. Way overdue. It was right on time. Yeah. Bro. It was right Because we wouldn't have had conversations that we have now. You're on a whole nother level. So if we did it a year ago. It'd yeah. have been good. Yeah. But you're a year smarter, a year brighter. Yeah. For sure. We lit, man. So I guess let everybody know how they can find you, man, and, uh, and close out with a word of wisdom. Yep. Um, ja Rawlins, um, Ja the CEO on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, I don't know if you folks still use Facebook, but Ja, ja Rawlins on Facebook. Um, words of wisdom, I stand on this. You know, bet on yourself at all costs. Um, and, you know, nothing can stop you. That's 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 the, the motto I live by. If you yes. always bet on yourself, you can't lose. That's a fact. You can't close it out no better than that, man. Do yourself a favor. One, go follow Ja. Two, go get you some social proof, okay? Meaning go build something. But I need you to go on every podcast, every interview, every blog. And I need you to go on Instagram Live, go on Clubhouse and start teaching people how you built what you built because that is the only way our community grows. All right, we are out of here. Peace. David Chance presents to you The Morning Meetup. 
Do you have an idea you need to get off the ground? Are you a small business owner looking to earn supplemental income or replace your current income? Come and join the most amazing mentorship and accountability group for entrepreneurs live with David Shands himself. That's right. This is not pre-recorded and it's not a replay. This is live every morning, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern. In addition to the live calls, you'll also receive a weekly individual Q&A call, a private Facebook community, access to all call replays, and access to David's list of resources and contacts. You need to be in an environment of success. So head over to themorningmeetup.com today for your $1 seven-day trial. That's right, just $1 for seven days of access to The Morning Meetup. Take massive action towards manifesting your dreams today. Themorningmeetup.com 